Hello everybody, welcome to the Billy Moore podcast and today's special guest is an old friend of mine, Alan Scott. And now Alan, before I begin I'll tell you what, a little bit about Alan. I met Alan in Thailand prior to going to jail in uh, Bangkok and Alan's probably one of the only guys I've ever, you know, had the, the opportunity to, to do a podcast with and he's also in both my books. So Alan, how are you mate? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad, I'm ups and downs since I've been out, Have you? since we've been back, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your journey, show the guys, get to know, and then we can identify with some stuff. Oh, well, I actually went to Thailand, uh, I got a divorce, uh, couldn't see my kids, I was at rock bottom, went to Thailand to start a new life. Uh, I had a few good years, but unfortunately <laughs> it took a turn for the worse. Is that so, you just went out there initially? I went out there, but basically I went out there, I was on self-destruct when I went out there. I didn't really have, you know, I lost my kids, um, it was heartbreaking, I just went for a new start. So what was your life like? Because you'd never been to prison before, had you? No. Nah. You'd be, you know, you worked. Yeah. You know, you worked, paid taxes. That's right. Yeah, I've uh, been in. Had a family. Yeah, I've been in a relationship for fifteen years. Uprooted and went to Thailand. Sorry. You uprooted and went to Thailand, and yeah. your life, that's when your life just changed. Yeah, everything yeah. changed. Yeah, I just couldn't deal with it around here anymore, so moved out there, tried to make a fresh start. And uh, yeah. what was your aim? What was your plans on going out there? What was your what was to do? Well, I had a friend out there, uh, Marcus, he had his own bar up in Pi. So I went out there to set up business with him. Um, we bought another bar. Unfortunately, during the time it took for that to get all the building renovation and everything to be done on it, I got involved with uh, Yabba. And, uh, Tell us a little bit about that, mate, because I've, already, I've had my own little bit of an experience with that, and we can talk about that in a bit. So. Well, I've never encountered it before. It was, it's like a methamphetamine diluted with caffeine. Yeah. Uh, you smoke these little pink pills, and uh, it's all good when you're on them. It's yeah. all good when you're on them. You can stay up for days and days and days and days, and things start going a bit strange. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been awake for so long. Yeah, I've had the same experience, yeah. Because yeah. I first encountered you in Chiang Mai. Yep. You know, I think we were both out there around the same time. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I was, I was, myself on self-destruct, I was out there doing like things that, I, you know, I wouldn't be normally doing. And I've got my shit together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, um, you know, we had, we, our paths crossed, we, um, we used drugs together. Yep. You know, yeah. Unfortunately, we yep. used to, we smoked heroin together. Yep. We smoked the abba together. Yeah, that's right. You even actually sold bits and bobs that I smuggled back from. That's right. The borders, which, you know, I'm, was, I'm not trying to glorify it. It wasn't like, we weren't, like, it wasn't grandiose. It was about keeping, you know, our heads above water, weren't it, really? Well, yeah, when I look back, it was, I wouldn't, I, I, I must have been a different person then. Because I don't, I, some of the things I was doing then, I wouldn't dream of doing now. Yeah, because you, like, started really late, on your, in your addiction, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. You know, yeah. You know when, I, when, I, when I spoke to you, you know, far as you're like a nice guy, yeah, and you were just, you were just like fucking in the grip of it, weren't you? That's right. And the, the, I actually felt the first time I ever bought uh, the white out there, I, I thought I was buying cocaine. Yeah. But uh, someone said it's China white. Well, luckily enough, they cut down the size of the line I was going to do, I would have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a new experience for me. I'd never touched it before. No. You know, it was just one thing. I didn't really care. I had no plans on coming back to England as far as I was concerned. I went out there to enjoy myself and I was going to finish up out there. Barry, she was going to finish up yeah, up there? Yeah, that's it. I'd lost yeah. everything here, so... All your just... hope had gone on that? Yeah, yeah, basically. So tell me a little, because I obviously got arrested before you, and I was I was away. 
Yeah. You know, um, I think you did you hear about that? I'm not too sure. I heard when you'd been arrested, and I remember your friend Nun, mm. uh, the Thai guy. Uh, I went to see him, and he told me you'd been deported. Sent back to England. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't until I got put in, in Chiang Mai prison that. So tell us what happened, right, to to you leading up, because I read about it again last night, and I knew anyway. You know, you got you got arrested with the, I think it was 140 or 38. I got charged with 138, yeah, about and one gram of smack. Yeah, but uh, there was. Uh, you so know. tell us the story leading up to your arrest, and then tell me your experience going into a Thai prison. <laughs> from well, your perspective, because I know what it's like. From my mind. perspective, I, around Chiang Mai, as you know, we knew a lot of people. Um, I was trying to ring around for some yabba. Couldn't find anybody. No one's answering their telephone. I went up to um, Pai, up by Mae Song. Bought uh, 200 pills up there. Took them back to Chiang Mai. Sold a few. And I was just about to sit down and have a bit of dinner. In Moomerang, Soy 2, in the Half Moon Bar. And uh, I came out of the toilet. Funny enough, I just... I just had a bit of the white in the toilet. I came out there ready to eat my food. And Oi, the girl I was with at the time, she held out a napkin. And on the napkin it had, Knock normally pays you 1,800. She'll give you 2,800 for 10 if you can do it now. And I think it's a decision that changed my life because if I just carried on and finished my meal, mm. I would never have gone, but I got a bit greedy. Steve held the food and off we went to get the 10 pills together. Went to the hospital to drop him off outside the hospital where I normally used to meet people. And uh, the police would have grabbed me, grabbed I. I'd hidden them in a cigarette. I did the, the Yabba pills inside a cigarette. And instead of using a sense, the silly cow put her hand straight in a bag and went to throw the full fag box with the pills in it. And then the police were all over us. But even then, I still thought I could pay my way out of this. It wasn't until after I'd been at the police station for about 12 hours. Then they uh, took us up to the room to search the room and all the pills were over the bed and they would pull them out of light fittings and in clothes and all sorts of things. I'd have, I've had pills where I didn't realise I had pills. Yeah. And I'd been on, on that much of a mad one. And uh, well, I remember the next day, I was actually on the heroin at the time. And so the next day I caught. I was just asleep for most of the time and when I actually come round, I was in Chiang Mai prison. I don't remember actually going into there. I just remember coming round with them, chopping the legs off my trousers like I used to do because you couldn't yeah. have any long trousers, could you? Yeah. Just did a pair of shorts. Well, I remember you coming in that day because I remember every, um, every, every afternoon, I think, you know, a lot of pr prison inmates come from court and he sat in the compound. Yeah. And uh, everyone would stare at you. It was That's like it. a zoo. You remember everyone would be looking through the mesh. That's right, yeah. It was like the new fish. Yep. He's in town here and someone come up to me and said, there's a farang. Yeah. Farang, farang, you might know him. So I, um, I rushed. Because, you know, there, was, there, was very, there wasn't many, wasn't many for Westerners in name. Um, no, not For anyone who doesn't know what a farang is, it's a, it's a foreigner. And there wasn't many Westerners where we were. No, not in Chiang Mai, not at all. Not at all, really. So it was like a novelty to see yeah. someone, and I went over and there, I'm shouting you, Alan, and you were just, I think you were just in a, just in a mad fucking world of your own. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. I actually took a few days before I realised the extent of, like, I don't really remember the first night, the first I, night in that new new prisoner's room was uh, just be, absolutely to, terrible. To be honest, mate, it felt a little bit of relief that there was another, that there was, there was, there was a, a familiar face that I knew, but yeah. at the same time... You know, there was also that sadness. You yeah. know, I'd heard you'd been arrested for drugs and yeah, was a big, you know, you don't know what you're getting, you're getting what, you know, sometimes it goes from a year pill. Yeah. You know that as well as me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 148 pills, you're looking at 148 years. Yeah. Your head, 
must have been up your arse. Oh, my yeah, head was up my arse for you, to be yeah. fair. Oh, yeah, I was... Uh, when I spoke first spoke to my solicitor in there, my lawyer, Nityard, she was, um, British Embassy put her on to me. Uh, oh, she said, oh, you're looking at about uh, 20, 25, 30 years. Yeah. You know, and I thought, no, you know, no, not me, I can't do that. I can't stay here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the first morning coming down, it was it made a big difference to me to actually come down and see that I had a friend there. Yeah, I wouldn't have known. I've been, I've never been in prison, never been arrested, never had anything like that. And all of a sudden, that was your first experience I mean, of yeah, prison. Thousands, yeah, yeah, thousands and thousands of people, seventy odd people in the room on the first night. Uh, didn't get a spoon. talk about that because I've shared that in, in, in a few podcasts. You know, like your first like initial. Entrance into a, into into a Thai shell. What was that like when you walked in? Because I wasn't in the same shell as you initially. No, well, when I walked in, I think it's three hundred one, the no prisoners room, room three hundred one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went in there, everybody laying on the floor. I thought, yeah, it must just be for tonight, you know. I'll, I'll be in my own place tomorrow with a bed and all the rest. <laughs> no, no bed. Yeah. I think I spent the first few nights sleeping on the, just on the floor because yeah. I don't give you they give you a fuck all, do they? No, <laughs> Absolutely no. nothing. No, these ones are um, I, I the shame, the shame. Same thing for me, mate. It's like there was no bed. No. You know what I mean? It was just a hard concrete floor. That's right, yeah. There was a, if I remember there was just a bowl of a bowl of sticky rice every fucking day. Yep. Every single day it was sticky rice. And that shitty soap. And it was a um, it was a plate and it was between remember we used to we used to squat down between yep. three or four of us. Four of us, four of us to a plate. So and, two either side, weren't yep. it? And two to a bowl of the soup, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was that was fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, you know, chicken heads, yeah. chicken feet, the whole shooting kit was in there. Yeah, I remember that first morning. I didn't even have a spoon. I didn't have a spoon, so you sharing using other people's spoons. Yeah, you know, and the, the first night when they, they turn them taps on, yeah, go drink. You're drinking water out of a tap in Thailand. I wouldn't drink the water out of a tap in no. Spain, but out there it was coming out all funny colours. Was it coming out? It was coming out of pipes, were not it? Yeah, it was a fucking <laughs> thing swinging, <laughs> and also it was disgusting. <laughs> So, so what, what, what going, going you know, let's, what was it, what was the feelings for you, Lee? Dread. Dread. Absolute dread. I couldn't, I, I couldn't pick myself up. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't have, didn't have a clue. I thought, well, they were going to send me home. Like, surely they'll just send me home. But no, after I spoke to the embassy and everything, and yeah. they said, oh, no, you're going to be in here for a long time. There's no way you're going to get, get away with this. It's, it's, it's a prison sentence all day. Yeah, I think I'd been in for a few months by this time. Um, and, like, you know, I was still trying to escape reality and I was using, yeah. you know, it was Tramadol, it was the, the Lady Boys, remember that Lady Boys? That's what we could get in there, yeah. wasn't it, really? In, yeah. the, in, in the first one. There wasn't, Bangkok was, you know, fucking more drugs than anything in Bangkok. But Chiang Mai itself, I think it was a well-run prison on that side of things. It was, you know, you didn't see people running around with big fucking machetes no. and smoking heroin and smoking yabba and all that sort of thing. So, I know people wouldn't believe this, you know, and we, we can talk about that when we went to Bangkok. The, 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 the experience there it was... It was a totally different ball game, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, like, quite scary. Yeah. But Chiang Mai, it was more like... There was only, it was a big enough prison. There was, like, 4,000 inmates in there. There was, like, what, 60 to 80 to a shell. Uh, tell us a little bit about the day-to-day running. What, of the For prison? You, yeah, and your, <coughs> from your view of things, I, I can picture it like, it, like... Well, for me, it was just, it was a bit like being stuck in ground all day. You get yeah. up in the morning, you come down, eat the shit in the f- first thing in the morning, if you could, if it was half edible, you'd be lucky there in Chiang Mai, really, if you could get three, three days where you could eat properly. Yeah. I mean, it was good on the Tuesday and the Friday when Catherine used to bring 
come for the visit and yeah. send you a bit of food in if your family was sending money and all that sort yeah. of but the other days were terrible come down have your breakfast well you come down yeah have a quick breakfast stand there while they sing the fucking national anthem every yeah. morning yeah. didn't have a clue what they're fucking on about but you had to stand there anyway yeah we had yeah. to we had to stand and um stand to attention to the, to the national anthem yep that's every right. morning and then it was the shame of a night to yeah. um to the the the, the Thai national anthem of an evening. That's it. Do you yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Was that Twice a day, stand at eight o'clock yeah. in the morning, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. It was like a prisoner of war camp, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was yeah. a joke. Yeah. Oh, do, you, do you remember the fellas, the two Thai guys that were fucking about during the King's national anthem, and one got caught and they made him stand on a stool in that yard for yeah. for a week. You done that? Yeah. There was there was loads of like humiliating inmates, weren't he? Yeah. I remember like um, this is like like outrageous what they do. It's like. I remember two ladyboys having a fight. I think you remember this, mate. And he yeah. put them, he put gloves on them. Yeah. Threw a circle in the middle of the yard. Yeah. And had them throwing punches at each other. Yeah. But weren't actually hitting each other. Yeah. All day long. You know, yeah. you stole something as well. You'd have your standing on crates. That's right. Yeah. With, um, with, a, with a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Your, saying Kamoi, which yeah. is, which is, uh, which means fiefing. Yeah. Kamoi. In, in Kamoi inside. Yeah. Having you rolling rounds and. Yeah. doing things you know it was it was brutal it was brutal it was like it was fucking vicious you know yeah it was yeah it was, it was, it was unreal really yeah. unreal now it all just seems like a, a dream yeah. but to be honest a lot's happened since i've been back from thailand but the yeah. memories memories are like this happened yesterday she still struggle yeah. with, with, with with nightmares and stuff. all the time yeah 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 two three times a week wake up bad bad nightmares sweats and all that sort of thing yeah it's just like uh it's quite mad that sometimes I can't remember last week, but uh, you know, as soon as I shut my eyes, I've got these images of everything that went on in there. Yeah. All them years ago, I mean, I've been out nearly, oh, I've been out like nine, ten years. Yeah, and it's still a fresh still, Yeah, every day, yeah. See, I, I, um, I remember seeing you, like, struggling, and you, you, you were actually, like, heavily medicated at one point i was on lithium yeah. uh, fucking all sorts of other tight stuff and i mean they used to send me out to the psychiatric hospital with all the joeys i used to go out go out with these yeah. tell them about that, that they was are a- absolute crazy people absolutely mental and they're, they're all so heavily on drugs and everything so they didn't fall down and hurt themselves uh, once every two weeks i used to go out to the psychiatric hospital and just i had to see a doctor but all these clowns just sort of sat in a room dribbling and rolling about i used to see the doctor one 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 day they actually left me there one of the one of the idiots had gone to the toilet we we're all getting on the coach to go back to the prison oh where's so and so i said i'll go and get him i've gone i must have bypassed him he's come out a different way he's got on the bus bus fucked off so i've come out and there's no coach to take me back i've got chains on so i just sat there and waited for them to come back i sat there for an hour and a half waiting to go back to prison Tell the guys, from the psychiatric hospital. Tell the guys what um, all them chains were put on because <laughs> it was something like out of a fucking horror movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it must be like, uh, I don't know, 12, 15 mil steel tube, steel bar wrapped around your ankle. It was like a loop. You put your foot in and then you put the, the foot and the actual loop into like a guillotine and then they crush it to the size of your ankle. Yeah. They, they, these are not, they weren't like handcuffs and they've got different thickness of chains yeah. and you still have to put a bit of string around your waist and you yeah. tie it onto the chain so you didn't trip over it. I actually got cut on my left ankle where they, they crush it around my skin, got caught up in there as it bent round. And luckily I didn't get tetanus. Yeah. But it was bleeding, I was at court that day. They didn't do anything, just off you go, send you out to court, fucking blood everywhere. Yeah. Do you remember going to court? Because they recall going to court and... Um, 
every every time I went to court, he gave me a boiled egg. Yeah, that's it. And a, and a cube of sugar. That's it. A boiled egg, a cube of sugar. I had no yeah. idea what that was for. No, never do I. Never do I. We seem to get one boiled egg every month. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> a fucking boiled egg. You need that for protein. Yeah. I, <laughs> some, I mean, there were some characters in there when we were there. There was Shane. Remember him? He was round a fucking bend him. Yeah. And Gop. Remember Gop? He has a the boxing head guard permanently tied to his head. Yeah, he was he he was yeah, he was quite vulnerable. Gop, wasn't he? Yeah. He had um, he had he'd be fucking hell. He'd, he had tattoos of penises all over him, didn't yeah. he? And everything, he was fucking ruined. He was in there for killing his mum and dad, wasn't he? He'd been in for seven years and he hadn't even been to court. No. That's weird. I think they had ten years to prove that he wasn't insane and then they could give him the death sentence. Yeah. It got up to seven years. Apparently, I don't know if it's true, but apparently he killed his mum and dad, chopped him up. Yeah. So, I mean, it was so, it was so heavy. He said that he kept falling over it in his head, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit that happened just in Chiang Mai alone. The bodies that we were stepping over. Yeah, I know, going yeah. to the LK because we were in the LK. We had friends. Yeah, yeah. Had come in. Chang, remember Chang came yeah. in and he had uh, skin cancer. He had. Is that what it was? He died. Yeah, killed. It killed him. Yeah. yeah, skin cancer. We went up to see him, didn't we? And That's he was, right. He was dead, and he, he had a, like an ulcer at the bottom of his back, didn't he? Like yeah. they see all his spine and everything. Because we didn't know what it was. I thought it was AIDS. I didn't have a clue. Yeah, well, we thought it was AIDS at first. Yeah, yeah but I spoke to David BG and he said, mm. no, no, that was skin cancer. It was skin cancer and he died. The, the next time we went up, we were told he was dead and he was just lying there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it was like. It was, um, we actually, um, you know, we actually shared a shell eventually, didn't we? Yeah. You know, I was trying on on because I was speaking to yeah. the officer Persis and I said, you know what, you know, I, I'm concerned for Alan. You know, oh, that. yeah. Oh. I mean, we put us in a, a shell with uh, Aldo. Aldo and John, yeah. So Aldo's the Italian and John was the American and they were fucking complete fucking they were both okay. trouble causing fucking yeah non-stop whinging because they'd been caught yeah. you got caught just get on with it <laughs> stop fucking whinging yeah so tell us a little bit about say uh, y- y- your experiences bangs up with well, me then the army get up by me yeah we had some <laughs> we had some laughs but we did have some we had some problems as yeah, well. Yeah, we had some problems, yeah. I ended up in death row because of you. Yeah, um, up on the fifth floor, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. remember. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you take drugs and you're in, in a shell with someone and, and you don't want to share or they don't want to share yeah, and you end right. up fighting. and yeah. you know. And I was so, this is what I wrote about in my in second story yeah. as well because Alan's in my second book and we were talking about, like, you know, we had a bit of a barney in the shell. Yeah. You know, you put up a good fight and I was throwing kidney blows at you but you come off worse, shabby. Yeah. I ended up... I split us up then, didn't I? Put us in different rooms as well. Yeah, and that's what happened. <laughs> it was just fucking, you know, we, 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 we fell out and, uh, um, you know, mm-hmm. I ended up, the consequences for me, I got put in a segregation with kids from Zephyr for over three months. That's right. And I, yeah. I remember actually going to see, see the officer and saying, well, what's he doing up there? Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? You know, people up there, I mean, that was 35 years plus. Yeah. You know, they, 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 the entire tire structure, the, the way they do, they've got no common sense anyway. No. No common sense at all. I remember um, going to the hospital, Alan, uh, coming back after having surgery. I think that morning, they've opened the shell. Yeah. It was early. I just took us down to a bus. I think they picked me up from the Aussie, I'm not even sure. That was when we when we went to uh, we, when we got moved to down, down to Bangkok. Yeah. I remember you yeah, was on the what was it seventeen hours? Yeah. With a fucking drip on the pole. 
I remember they took, took you out of the hospital yeah. to take you down there. And then we had to wait to get into a Klong Prem prison for about yeah. two hours. There was no one there. No one in the prison. So wait, I'm taking on a bus here, right? Yeah. I remember this is like, I was thinking, this is the most barbaric in your main. I've never seen anything like it. Fucking thing you could come across here. Yeah. No fucking, no footwear on my feet. No, that's it. Picked and you up from the hospital. Picked me up from the hospital. I'm in a pair of pyjamas. With a, with a drip and a tube sticking out my that's stomach. That's right, yeah. And I'm thinking, where the fuck? It was like a drain, wasn't it? It was yeah. that face, remember that big, that big screw, that face? Yep. And he's standing there with a shotgun, I've got this, this, this drip, and, and, and then a coach pulls up and Shalam, the yeah. boxing of jams on there with the boxing team. Yeah. There's a few foreigners that are going and we're getting transported to, from Chiang Mai, a thousand kilometres, by the way. Yeah. To, uh, which was 17 hours, yeah. Yeah, it was 17 hours. To, uh, to Klong Prem Prison. Yeah. And the stories we did about Klong Prem before we even went to Klong Prem had me shit myself. Yeah, it did me as well. We had the Australian kid. Remember him? Yeah. The Australian kid, Bill. Yep, yeah, Bill Douglas. Yeah. yeah. He got two years for murder and two years nine two years nine months. Two, <laughs> two years nine two years months for murder. And he was complaining and he was appealing. <laughs> Of the sentence, remember that? Yeah, yeah. Appealed it, and he was having a go at me for selling drugs. He used to he used to walk around his bill, right, with a, with a berry on, didn't yeah. he? Right, so yes, yeah. Still thought he was in Vietnam. Oh, we still, yeah. <laughs> he must have been about fucking sixty, fucking five or something. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but uh, he's down. He's gone. He spoke a bit of Thai. He thought he was the lick with it, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And uh, we went to um, we were in Bangkok, and the minute we got there, like I got put in a hospital, but every morning. They, they do, it's, a, it's the national anthem again. He'd yeah. stand there, wouldn't he? Yeah. With his fucking berry on. Yeah. <laughs> Saluting. Yeah. Still, still thought he was he's, in the wall. I used to think he's fucking, he's fucking out of bed. He's fucking. Yeah, he was a funny bloke. Yeah. I, I, I said, to, I asked him once. What he said, he's having a go at me about selling drugs. You shouldn't sell drugs in his car. I said, you killed a man, Bill. Yeah. What'd you kill him for? He said, I didn't fucking like the cunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly that how he said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fucking like the cunt. Boy, it was only 18 who he killed. So we, I think we were lucky that we went to um, to to like lad you out together. Yeah. As a sense, I think you went with us. There was Bill, there was myself, there was you, and then um, Yoshi. We had Yoshi, the Japanese fella. Oh yeah, Yoshi and um, a couple of Indian kids. The Indian kids. That's it. Slim. Yeah. That was it, and a, and a bus full of ties. Half of them were going to some tournament, wasn't it? Some of them going for the tournament and some yeah. of them going for the, for the death sentence, maybe. That's right, yeah. Yeah, because there's a... Um, <coughs> they were getting transported to fucking on death row. And um, tell us about your experience of going through Klong Prem that night. Because we got, we got there late, didn't we? Yeah, well, yeah, it's a funny story there because uh, we know a fella called Jason out there and uh, this dirty bastard had been put, put into Chiang Mai prison for raping a two-year-old baby girl. Yeah. Um, we didn't realise at first but when, as soon as everybody realised I remember somebody kicking him in the face I think it was Sammy the Iraqi kicked him in the face and then when uh, Catherine used to come on a Tuesday and Thursday and then their food in we used to have to go and get it from the blue shirts I was just go around there every, every day and pick, pick his bag up because he had yogurts in so no, this is bills I'm picking bills up for him nicking his nicking his fucking food for about four weeks and then Catherine pulled me up and said, oh, is it true you've been stealing Jason's? No, 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 denied it all. He got moved to Bangkok. <laughs> yeah. I remember on the bus on the way down there, you're winding me up and saying, yeah, you've got to see Jason down here. He knows you nicking his food. I said, no, 10,000 people in this prison. Ain't no way I'll even go to see him. Would you believe it? He put me in not the same building in the same fucking cell that night. In the same cell. He <laughs> was in the same cell as fucking me. Yeah. Right. Now, I was in, I was in a cell. 
it was called the, it was hockey, it was 86 shell 86 it was called fucking yeah. the crazy shell yeah right, they had remember um, all the, the africans that were in there leonard leonard yeah i remember Rana fucking ben yep you are not my friend my friend yeah. you're not my friend yeah you're, right. not, you're not my friend yeah i had him will big willie was willie was with us bernie yeah that's right yeah so we've had willie with us we've had um i had that little indian kid yep he wanted to shag the fucking pigs yeah <laughs> we had um and we had them two bacons them two nonsense yeah the canadian and the australian that's right yeah, yeah. one was uh, the, the canadian Canadian was for little boys, wasn't it? Yeah, Mr. Schwerly, some horrible little bastards there. And, you know, there was no, um, there was no, see, there was no segregation, was there? No. If you've committed a crime, that's it. whether it's sexual, fucking murder, you don't separate yeah, it. It's not like, there's no Every, classes, is there? No, there's no classes, you stick it all together. Yeah. But the problem is, if you attack one of them, they yeah. put you in something called Hong Soi, which is probably the worst punishments you could ever come across and it's like you're going in there you know you're getting raped that's right yeah yeah i remember that kid who yeah. i was banged bangs up with a bangladeshi kid he come out yeah. in shackles and he was like a zombie that's all right he'd yeah. being raped he'd been brutalized everything you know and um that was that was they put me yeah they put me in it was like a nightmare yeah yeah i remember the guy simon do you remember him the guy from Rayleigh, just down the road there simon constantine bald head for nicking a bit of cheese Oh, got yeah. a year for nicking a bit of cheese. Yeah. Just nick a bit yeah. of cheese out of 7-Eleven. Yeah. Got a fucking year. He's in a cell with a murderer. So, <laughs> Two drug dealers. Just so people know what happened to yourself. You know, you went to, you went to court because you'd obviously been sentenced by the time you'd been to Bangkok. So yeah. tell, tell the guys what, um, what happened when you, were going to, when you went to court and what you got sentenced to, so do you know? I got sentenced... Uh, the charges, they, the charges were reduced from uh, 202 yabba to 138 yabba and <coughs> one gram of heroin. I got seven years for the yabba and a year for the for the smack. So it's eight years. I've got my lawyer standing next to me going, accept, accept. I'm like, fuck off, I can't do eight years here. And then she sort of pulled me aside and said, if you fight it and lose, it's, it's double. Yeah, You're going to do yeah. double. So I accepted it and uh, just sat there that night thinking, <laughs> eight years. Fucking, I can't. Eight years. And eight years is eight years. You know yeah. as well as me. I got, I got three years, and yeah. I've done three years. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean, I even actually done more because I got transported to, to the, to, to fucking, Bonsbird. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. you ended up with. I got eight years. Um, to be honest with you, I started, just stayed, started saving up medication that the doctor gave me, but then it sort of came to a stage where you have to sit there and you know. Well, you're going to give yourself a kick up the arse or you're going to fucking swallow these and have done with it mm. but you've got family and friends and there's no doubt in my mind that if i took my own life in one of them prisons my family would have fucking never never known what really happened what would have happened to me body and all you can't put your family through that so, so it's just just a case of trying to fucking give yourself a kick up the arse mm. i think being moved about was quite beneficial for me to be honest because you know you got you got that learning curve when you get to a new prison yeah. I mean, it took took a long time to adjust to Chiang Mai. By the time you got used to that, it was mundane, the same thing every day, boring. But then you move down to Bangkok, you have to get really get used to that again, the different sort of system and the different way they do things. So it kept, sort of kept my mind occupied. And then obviously after you were sent back to Wands sent back to Wandsworth, I got shipped up to Chiang Rai, which is another fucking like three hour journey beyond Chiang Mai. So I was on that coach for like twenty fucking one hours, me and there wasn't another foreigner there. 
not one. Well, as we thought you were in Shane going to Shanghai, but you went. Yeah, I know. It's just, it was just, just me. Just wanted to be moving. Yeah. But, and Tom, I got rid of round that again, and then the amnesty came along. And you got out. And I got, well, I got, um, they, I knew six months before that I was getting out, but I got released, and then they gave arrest. So how long did you shave? For three or eight months, and then I got gate arrested on the way out of Chiang Rai because my visa had expired when I was originally arrested. They took me back to Chiang Mai, tried me again, and I had another three months. With, uh, Catherine was at court with me because I hadn't, my visa had expired five years before, or four years before. Mm. So they took me all that, yeah, I had to sit in a police station at Chiang Rai. I said, why am I waiting there? I said, you're waiting for the government transport to take you to Chiang Mai. I said, where oh, It comes every two weeks. So fucking let me make a call to the embassy. And I, have to, I can't stay here. It was like a birdcage, Bill. Yeah. On top of a fucking wooden up, this police station in the middle of nowhere in Chiang Rai, and me sitting in a birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to use your phone, mate. So I rang the embassy. They called me mum. Yeah. And she paid for an air-conditioned air minibus to come from Chiang Mai to Chiang Rai yeah. and take me back to Chiang Mai so I could get the court quicker. And the two arrested officers that came with them, they bought their wives. It was like a fucking day out for them in an air-conditioned <laughs> minibus on my mum's head. <laughs> it took me back. It was the guy that had originally arrested me. And when we got back there, he said, this is not my idea. He went, this is my boss. He went, I thought like, what, I, what I nicked you for was enough. He said, but now he wants this and that. And when they took me back to court, they wanted 30,000 baht. I didn't have 30,000 baht. Obviously, yeah. I've been in prison. So, yeah, another three months. So I ended up back where I started. I actually I was released on September the second and I got home on December the fourteenth. Yeah. December the fourteenth. Well I thought that was a bit harsh. That was the worst time for me because when I got gate arrested I thought you ain't never going home. You've seen too much shit. You do start thinking like that, don't you, Bill? Yeah. You think no, you're not gonna let me out, not after what I've seen in here. Yeah, no, see I had that same that same them same feelings. I thought, you know what, Alan, I'm not aim. I'm not gonna go home here from this. You know? That's what I thought. Especially like, and I've never shared this, and I never even read about it. And you know, I told you before, and you were like, you know, you knew this anyway. Yeah. You know, I was, I was obviously in Chiang Mai prison. <clears throat> I think it was there for six months before you come in. Yeah. And I was in there, and then a couple of months later, they let me out by mistake. So remember, they come to Michelle. He yeah. came to Michelle and um, just let me out. Yeah. I walked out. Of um, of Michelle, addicted to tramadol. Yeah. In a pair of shorts, no top, no flip flops, nothing. Mm. No passport. No. Just a little bag of letters that I received from yeah family back home. Yeah. And I was like just in shock and disbelief as to why didn't even ask. It just went, you know. And I just for two weeks, you know, I annihilated myself. I destroyed myself even more. I used even more. I was doing things. Fucking going crazy. I remember you coming back in. I think I come back in. I, I, you know, I came back in with a parcel. You did, yeah. Yeah, I was. That, <laughs> I was that fucked. I, I, I was. I was. I remember they give me fucking medication and everything, and I was buying. I bought all kinds of methadone, and I had uh, <laughs> loads of value. Some Dormicum. Uh, I can't even remember what I had. I, I had all kinds of tablets on me, um, and a big. Fucking load of weed. Tramadol, yeah, and a big yeah, bag of weed. Big yeah. bag of weed. I remember. Well, no, you got a, I got a parcel here. That come when I was the time, I remember I borrowed all those soap. <laughs> you can loop it up to pull it out and then give it back when he's having a shower. Then we nicked his towel. So he what, used that. What was it like for you? See me go and then come back. 
when, when you went, I, f- I was, I was, I was sort of went into a bit of a panic to be honest because when I when I first came in there, you'd had that turnout with some of the other foreigners. Yeah. And we all sort of, you had a friend in there then, so it sort of all went off a little bit and I had a few enemies. <laughs> and then two weeks later, you got released. Oh, fucking cheers, Bill. <laughs> I'm on my own here now with all the first thing that David, David came up to me and said, I'm going to change the way you look. And then, you know, George, you know, don't fucking fret and just get on with it if that's what you want. Mm. You know, and then uh, I remember the officer coming up to me, he said, hey, Scott, William John Moore, he come back. I said, fuck, he said, he'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I come down in the morning there, you, were, you didn't, didn't look the same as when you went out, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you didn't look the same at all, no. After who we shot in the Yeah, see, it was because they didn't, didn't give you your passport and your cash card or something, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I remember you coming back in getting that parcel. That was me day before my birthday, actually. Yeah. That was the only time I had a smoke of weed in a Thai prison yeah. on my birthday. It was well April. Parcel back in. <laughs> yeah. And then he ended up getting three years on top of that six months. So by That's the time right, yeah. it'd, been, it'd been six months, two weeks out, and then a three-year sentence, and then another eight months back in Wandsworth, it was like, fucking hell. Yeah. How long is this? This is like, so, yeah, going back to the, 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 the troubles we had prior to me getting out, I had a few fucking problems with a few. It was the Iranian, the two Australians. That's it, yeah, John, the Australian. He was a fucking prick, that guy. Couldn't stand him, mate. No. Couldn't Luckily, he'd gone by the time we got down at Bangkok. What's the kid's name? Daniel. Daniel, uh, another horrible kid. Daniel and he Daniel. He was horrible. Yeah. Them two, horrible. And and, and David, the, uh, the Iranian. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of like, he was a bit, I'm a bit ambivalent about him. Because yeah. he sort of like, stepped in on an altercation once, yeah. sort of helped me out. But we'd already had a bit of beef. Yeah. You know, prior to that. You know, yeah, I, ended right, fighting, yeah. I ended up fighting with three of them on my own. Yeah, yeah. Come off in a bad way. It was black and blue. Yeah. That's when he got me involved in all the Muay Thai boxing within the prison. That's and right, yeah. My Prichette said to me, look, Bill, you know, like the Oscar Zello, you're going to end up said He was great, him. Yeah. He said, look, why don't you, you join the boxing? And that was it for me. I was I was off and running then for a yeah. bit. That's and I got right. my shit together. Things were going okay. Yeah. A good little time. And then um, we were, we were di- so we're in Bangkok now. Yeah. We're in Bangkok. And it's a total, totally different ball game. Oh, completely isn't it? different, yeah. Tell us about your feelings of that. Because it was like, there was how many Westerners were there? There was like about 300 oh, different. Well, yeah, that's right. Uh, building six. Uh, and hop, Dan Hop. Yeah, it was, um, it was basically all foreigners. You did have some ties in there, all the samurais and all that sort of thing. Yeah, they were all HIV infected yeah. uh, gangs that were uh, injecting with their... Uh, Improvised needles, weren't That's they? right, making them out of pens and all sorts, yeah. yeah. It was uh, drugs galore in it, wasn't it? Yeah, there was you know, heroin, you know, everything. Phones. Everything. Yeah, you, could, you might not have any money, but you could get drugs. They'd lay yeah. you down. Yeah, they'd give you anything because they know Oh, they give you anything. <laughs> yeah. slap and tell you. The embassy's going to come. come and if the embassy <laughs> don't come, oh, fuck it, they're going to stab you. <laughs> stab you with an old sharpened bolt or something like that. They do. I make chips out of everything, don't I? Some of the weapons they had me, but I fucking... Yeah. Like, like you, you get fucking... You, you, you know, you, you get better weapons in there than you would out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Machetes, like, fucking that. And like, only one way they're going to bring them in through the officers. You just, just reminded me, right? I remember sitting in... Um, sitting in the, in the library, Plachette. Yeah. Right? Them two, them two uh, Chinese kids, Jimmy, the boy band. Yep. Giving you that hard time. Jimmy and the Malaysian. Yeah. Yeah. And they were giving you that hard time over yeah. short. And I can't remember. You owed the money. I'm not sure what it was. No idea. And uh, you said something to me. And I was shopping. I had a fucking machete. 
Yeah. I was shopping these chilies up. Yeah, I remember. We yeah. used to get a, we used to have a dinner. That's right. You yeah. Know what I mean, every every afternoon we could go yeah. speak our own food. But I was shopping these chilies up, and I just seen red. Yeah. Just yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy and I can't think of the other guys, man. He ended up, he ended up having a, I just slapped him around the face in the end. Yeah. That's all it was. He, he got moved off to another building. Oh, lads, he was lucky. Yeah, Roman. Remember Roman? Roman the robber, the Russian? Yeah, the Russian. Yeah. He was in for the, Roman was in for the beating up ladyboys, weren't he, or yeah. and robbing them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In Patea. Yeah. And then he was doing the same when yeah. he was um, in Klong Prem. That's right, yeah. But he was, he was... He wasn't a full ticket in, was he? No, and yeah, what was the Indian Sanjay? He was he was doing ladyboys, wasn't he? Yeah, robbing ladyboys down in Patea and all that sort of thing. You remember over over the back by the, the where you used to fucking wash mm. all the washing lines and all that. Yeah. He used to get himself in debt with drugs and go around and suck the ties cocks <laughs> round in, in the fucking disgusting, <laughs> fucking in in amongst the fucking towels and all the laundry, yeah. the dirty bastard. <laughs> You're bringing a lot of like, uh, gear back up here. I mean, I remember um, see th- th- that that time when that kid got killed. Yeah. Got stabbed. Was you yeah, there? Beyond the factories, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how many times did I stab him? Was you there? Did you see that? Yeah. Because I remember it clearly. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I, 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 I can't even recall how many times, but he was just getting, it was like calculated. It wasn't in a frenzy. No, no, no. He was picking where he was stabbing him. Yeah, yeah he knew exactly where. That, that, that knife, that, that, that knife was going right through his neck. Yeah. It was going right through his chest. Yep. In his back. Yeah. In his right. legs. Yeah. It was just slow, but it was yeah, just. I know. It was just continuously. Yeah. It wasn't like. No, it was. A, yeah. No, it wasn't. It was, it was calculated everywhere he went. Yeah. Everywhere he went. But it's just the noise, the sounds, the sounds of that knife, and that's, that was the worst thing. I think yeah. it was like you could you could hear it plunging. It was sloppy and wet. Yeah, that was a bad old turnout. I mean, I mean, the guy got carted, the, the one who done it, well, it's two of them, wasn't it? They got carted off, and come back after a few months in chains and that. And, and what was it then? Four years. Back then, yeah, three or four years, mandatory, wasn't it? So for, mandatory. For taking a Thai life in for, a prison. For, for taking, taking a Thai life. life in a prison was four years. Yeah, killing well, someone in a prison, automatic, so you, four years. You can imagine, right, the threat or, and the fear that we're both going through, as That's well right. as everyone else. Yeah. The money that we owe. Yeah. The debt that we're in. Yeah. Getting told that we you know, we'd get killed. That's right. And believing it. They're coming back from court with like ninety year sentences. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they didn't care with about With a smile, remember? Yeah, they fucking do you for a tenner. You just come back and you go, how long do you go? You go ninety nine years and, yeah. you, and you're smiling, and you go, Well, why are you smiling? You go, Because I got a number. Yeah. Because if you get a number, you've got a chance of getting out. That's right, yeah. You know, if you get if you get uh, life you know, it's death sentence then life. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Because the yeah. The kid I was banged up with from a uh, from from Africa, he he was uh, the big big fella. Oh Solomon. Solomon, fucking hell. Solomon, yeah, I remember. Garnia. Garnia, yeah. Yeah, I remember. He's he just the food up, didn't he? Doing yeah. foreigners' food all the time. Yeah. Thought he was like like fucking a chef. <laughs> Getting the fucking slop out. He was yeah. Uh, massive big. What it was, saucepan. it was um, every Sunday morning they'd have a um, they'd have a religious. Ceremony, uh, didn't he? Like yeah. the church going on, yeah. they'd all sing and they'd all have the bins and they'd all be banging them, yeah. and, you know, and uh, they'd all be giving out free bars of soap, weren't they? And yeah. So I ended up going becoming Christians to get a bar of soap every Sunday. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then I'd go and become a Muslim. Yep. Over the dinner time. That's right. To get me scrum. Because you had to do what you had to do. It you? was like. <coughs> 
And that's that's what it become for me. I become like um, I was involved in. I changed me, me whole fucking religion, didn't I? I had mm. a, that's right. Yeah. A Sharonga. Changed my name to Yusuf Bangkok. Yeah, that's right. I mean, because they shipped me off, didn't they? Moved me to Building Three. I don't know why you went there, mate. But Building Three, right? Is once 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 we were in Building Six and it was um, it was okay compared to yeah. Building. Well, Building Three was a nightmare. Building Three. We was, heard yeah. horror stories about Building Three. Yeah. It was your name. Um, it was where these just sense everyone who was completely around the bend. Yeah, I know. Yeah. People and ends in people's lives over there. Yeah. So if you if you get sent there. You went yeah. there first, didn't you? No, I, yeah, that was first Dremnick. When Dremnick came along, yeah. I went up and they said building free. And I said, do you know what? I went, I ain't fucking going there. No fucking way I'm going there. You're winding me up. I shouldn't even be in this prison. And I said, my embassy told me this and the officer got the right up. Make sure he goes today. Yeah, so they caught me up. I was the only foreigner in that building. The only foreigner? The only foreigner. Different size rooms. There were bigger rooms there as well. Yeah. 65 per, per room in, in Bangkok. And everyone was on med- medication. And I think it must have been a medication building but yeah. because I've been on medication. It's just a big hospital being really yeah. like a lunatic asylum. Uh, sitting there fucking cutting yourself for fun and bits of glass, scraping bits of skin off. Well, I'm completely fucking mental. It took me five months to get back to building mm-hmm. six. Building six, that was a fucking nightmare in there. We never, got to, we never even got to see you for five no, months. I know. They put, put me in that building for it. Nobody. I had one bloke, a Chinese fellow, to speak English, and I couldn't speak Thai at the time, hardly any of it. So, what did you feel? Was you feeling really like lonely and isolated? Yeah, you? I felt fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to do. But then, uh, what was his name? Um, oh, he tried to throw himself off a tree. I remember him. Did that's him. Yeah, 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 that's who I'm going to bring, bring up. Yeah. He went over there. The shop. He, what was his name? Lilia. Lilius. Elias. 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 Yeah. He was the the greasy monkey that when we went in there, right, he just had dead, dead flash and dead, pulling out like money and... And a lady boy, didn't he? Wow, he had a lady boy that looked like... Well, like probably the worst. Probably the best one there, to be fair. (laughs) I mean, but he he was... um, He was... Did he come over? Yeah, they moved into building three and moved his girlfriend so to speak, to build him one, he was destroyed, he was fucking heartbroken. It was like, like he'd had a proper relationship with this bloke. <laughs> and he, he climbed up the palm tree, climbed right up to the, oh, it might have been a coconut tree. Yeah. About 54, I climbed right to the top of it and threatened to jump if they didn't move him back to building six. So they said, yeah, all right, they'll move him back to building six. And he climbed down the tree and they beat the living fuck out of him. <laughs> About 10 of them. And they shipped him off somewhere else. I don't know what happened to him. I never saw him again. Yeah, there it is. Elias, man. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He was the first cat that I'd, um, I'd encountered when we, we fed there, and he was, yeah, uh, he could get anything, this kid. Yeah. Didn't he? He could get it, yeah. he could get anything. He was always at a price. Yeah. He was always at a price, and um, yeah, he became a little bit of a dark, a bit of a dark cat at the yeah. end, didn't he? Because it was a weird setup, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, that, I mean, you, you think from Chiang Mai, that was a fun scan in the shops. Go to the shop, didn't you? Bought what you want, scanned your farm, and then down to Bangkok, and it was all cash in there. Remember, you used to get your card for your shop yeah. and sell it to someone, sign it for fucking 10 days, and they give you a fucking thousand baht, <laughs> 2,000 baht for 10 days, wasn't it? 200 yeah. baht a day, and you could go around in there buying things with cash. And it's mm-hmm. so corrupt, that place. Yeah. Unbelievable. It was, yeah. So, it's my, uh, my daily and your daily um, routine was like getting medication. Yeah. 
That's the end of the time. That's right. Because we there was one foreign doctor that had come. Was it once a week? Doctor Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, the psychiatrist yeah. from the embassy, the psychiatrist. Yeah, he'd come to visit the foreigners. Yeah, that's was right. Was it once a week or once a month? I once remember. a month, I think. Once it was. a month. Yeah. yeah, and he'd prescribe you more or less whatever you needed. That's it. Right, so I remember. I think we were on a diazepam and diazepam Xanax. Xanax. Um, he wouldn't give you opiates, would he? No, he wouldn't give you anything like that. No. Because that's what we wanted, don't we? That's, like, yeah, that's right, yeah. But the opiates here, mate. Yeah. So we gave us like, and then we'd sell them to the Africans. Yes. Yeah, sell them to our drugs. <laughs> so we'd sell a month's supply. Yeah. You'd get, I think it was about a thousand baht you'd get. Yeah. Off. Iggy. Iggy, yeah. Iggy, yeah. Iggy, that's it. Yeah. Iggy'd give us a thousand baht. He had a lady boy, by the way, some Filipino thing, weren't it? Yeah. So we, he'd give us your, uh, a thousand baht. And then you'd have nothing, but you'd, cause that far, you'd do that in a day. Yep. I mean, that's right, yeah. And the vitamins, we used to get vitamins off the embassy as well. They'd get sold as well. Straight away. Yeah. Protein, tablets, vitamins, yeah. you know. Prisoners aboard, and you know, I'd, I'd like to, um, like, you know, express my gratitude, to be honest. He did, um, did, he did support yeah. us. Brilliant organisation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, really, really good. No, we found money in our account that we didn't even know. No, that's it. Charity. charity. I don't know what, but, you know, we've been a real struggle without them, to be honest. Yeah, right. yeah. So, you know, yeah, we do, you know, as you express me gratitude, and I'm grateful yeah, for that. Yeah. I know yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because we had nothing, you know. No, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all, mate. And, um, you know, we live from hands to mouth. Yeah. Most of the time. So, foreigners in a tight prison, it's a case of you getting up in the morning, and then you just had plenty of time to sit about and fucking think that's all you had to do. It was so boring, you know. Same every day. Wouldn't let you work. Wouldn't let you do anything. You couldn't do anything to walk the fire. So we were coming out of a shell at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right. And we were out that shell till about six at night. Yeah, right. And it was forty degrees. Yeah. In Bangkok, yeah. It was the yeah, hottest. Yeah. It's actually the hottest city on the planet. Yeah. If you look in the lonely planet guide, it's no shell, no shade. Was there's it? There's no shade. If there was a tree, you'd have to. You had to rent it. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Deck chairs in there. Funny how you get deck chairs in fucking prisons. Yeah. yeah. Deck chairs. Buy, you buy your own deck chair. Just to shit. So you had somewhere to sit. Other than that, you had to sit on the floor. That was it. There was nowhere to so, sit. So, you know, that was the day. It was like, it was like, a, like an almost a 12-hour day yeah. shitting in the scorching heat. Yeah, that's right. Getting fed curry first thing in the morning. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Got a, a curry for breakfast? Yeah, it was curry it was for the breakfast. the worst curry ever. Curry for lunch, curry for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and the chicken. All the Africans would drop it anyway. Yeah. You remember you used like, to get a chicken's head? Do you remember they used to come down with the, um, the, the UN truck, the size called yeah. it, didn't they? Because all, 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 all the Africans would be banging on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bam, bam, bam. And they'd be running next to it. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking bizarre. Yeah. And then they'd take control of it. And then there'd be queues of us. Massive like huge waiting to get this yeah. red and they'd go get away get away and it'd just be sloppy like mate there's no chicken in the bowl lad. and I'd be yeah. arguing yeah fucking starving yeah, you, I'm, yeah, yeah I know you get bowed they they take the chicken and then sell the chicken to the ties yeah fucking our asses yeah and the fish head soup you used to get you used to a bowl of soup with a, you had the fish head the bone and the towel no meat on the <laughs> it looked like something out of a cartoon, didn't it? <laughs> Top cat or something like that. Like, Where's the fucking fish? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the, the, the spicy fish head soup? Ties used to love it though. Yeah. Suck them eyeballs out of that fish, didn't they? Oh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and the chicken's head in these. I remember his curry had a chicken's head 
like that. Uh, but it had been chopped off that way and it split down the middle. So it was <laughs> <laughs> a fucking brain in it. It was oh, disgusting. Uh, fucking horrible. You wouldn't, you couldn't even invent this stuff. And I, I, yeah. No, and I would say it's been, it's been a long time. Ethan, as we're talking, a lot of stuff. I mean, you reminded me of a lot of stuff. And, um, the shame and names are popping back into me. Yeah. Head, you know, in the stories. And yeah. I think, you know, to keep, you know, because for myself and I know for you as well, you know, you couldn't go into that 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 um, that place of like doom and gloom. No, no. And we've seen <coughs> people fall by the wayside. Or oh, Big yeah. Rob. Yeah. I oh yeah, he's trying to eat dustbins, wasn't he? He nearly got himself killed. Yeah, drinking the water out of the fucking drains, out of them slush drains. Just yeah. thinking f- like filth out of the out of the gutter. Yeah, I remember him biting the wheelie bin. Yeah. What about the? Ch- I don't know what he's just fucking doing there. They was were- eating ice though, weren't they? Yeah. Eating it, and even giving up smoking it, getting up in the morning and eating methamphetamines. Yeah, I think he had enough money to be buying what he wanted at the time. He did, yeah, yeah, plenty, yeah. Of, plenty of money. His family were looking after him. Yeah, yeah, but he, he went up the hospital for a while, quite a while. It sent him, it sent him round the bend. This kid was doing, he was doing a twenty-year sentence, um, and you know, I remember him, him, him singing the national anthem, the British national anthem outside the office. Yeah. And then put a cigarette out on his tongue. And they were like, I remember the kid. There's a scouser there. Remember him? Yeah. Nice kid. Uh, trying to support him. Everyone was concerned for him. Yeah. You know, this is what happens to some of these people. Some of these people just lost the plot. Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, some, you know, people were there. Um, how much violence did you see in there? Violence? Yeah. Loads. Yeah. Bang, Bangkok. Uh, Chiang Mai, not so much in Chiang Mai. Bangkok was uh, really violent, really violent. The only time I see it in, well, the two gangs. Do you remember the two gangs fighting in Chiang Mai and the, the governor, you know, chained them all together? Yeah. <laughs> you had about 10 of them walking along in a yeah. fucking chain, all chained. Yeah. You will learn to get on, so you chained the fuckers up together. This one chained to that one. I think, as, yeah, and I think most of the, the, the problems that uh, happened in Chiang Mai were created by myself as well. You know what I mean? I yeah. It was well, it was a dirty sick prison, wasn't it? Yeah. Chiang Mai. Yeah. It was it was a dirty prison, wasn't it? And it, and it's you know and I know people can say you know it's it's not as hard as it it is and you know it, it's as hard as you want it want it to be for yourself. Yeah. And I think we made it as hard. We could have had it easy. You could yeah. Could have. You know I'm not saying we're not here to say that yeah oh a Thai prison was um was was a walk in the park because it wasn't. No no. But we could have made it a lot more comfortable for ourselves. Oh, yeah, we could have, yeah. Well, you know, sat there and played chess. Yeah. But I'm an extremist. Mm. I'm quite, um, I'm a fucking addict. Yeah. I don't want to face reality. I want to escape it. Well, I just want to be there. You, like, like yourself, mate. We were, you were fucking snorting. I remember you, you, you snorted every fucking tablet yeah. that that doctor gave, even if it was paracetamol. Yeah. Fucking antibiotics. Yeah. Bell, bell, bell. Yeah. Have a go at this, mate. Have a go at this. Yeah. Fucking... Tramadol, the lot. Yeah. And I knew you were just, you were just fucking trying to escape. Yeah, that's right. Because it was horrible. You were, uh, yeah. Austerity, that's right. yeah, of course, it, yeah. Was, it, it was just, it was just, I think for me, as well as yourself, it was more um, the lack of communication. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. And well, they've got a different mentality to us as well, haven't they? Fucking kids. Yeah, you know, I come back from court. What'd you get? Eight years. Uh, Nitnoy. Nitnoy. Little bit. Fucking eight years, huh? <laughs> you know, for me, that one a little bit. Nick I think a day, right, on average, I think he said a year spent, right, in a, in a Thai prison yeah. is on average 
I could take eight pence of it in an American yeah. penal system. Yeah. And I read that somewhere and I could believe it. Yeah. You know, because we went through the routine day to day stuff when we were in Bangkok and we, we had the heat, we had the you know, we, we were subjected to, to threats. Yeah. So we, and, and I think you know, ninety percent of the time we created our own problems yeah. through our inability yeah. to accept the responsibility. Yeah. We created those. Um, and overnight it was just like we had a fucking TV in a shell when we went to Bangkok. We never Bangkok, had Bangkok, no, no, Chiang Mai, we didn't know. Didn't no. see a telly there. Never seen a telly. 18 months. Fucking get to telly. Get to telly. In, um, in Bangkok thinking this is it. Fucking at the big time, yeah. yeah. Fucking, what was it? Well, they'd bring one down to the dinner hall, wouldn't they? On, yeah. a, on a weekend sometimes. In Chiang Mai, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. fucking throw a, an English movie on its in, inside. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then when you get to... With, 4,000 other people watching it. Yeah, 4,000 people <laughs> watching this one telly. Yeah, about, an eight, about, about a 20-inch telly, I suppose, <laughs> wasn't it? A 21-inch telly. Yes. <laughs> and then we get a little portable, you know, in the old fashioned ones? Yeah. When we were in Bangkok. That, and was, all it, that yeah. was on. Bangkok, was, yeah, it wasn't it's so bad game shows, really. Yeah. Oh, hire a DVD player. Yeah, and we could hire a DVD player and watch fucking Thai movies. Oh, mate. Yeah. You know, it was, it, was, it was just dire, wasn't it? It was. It was dire. Yeah, absolutely I mean? ridiculous. Yeah. And I think what we had to do was to, uh, we had to just like bounce off. I think we just, we just bounced off each other back then. Yeah. So we had to. You know, yeah, that's it, yeah. You know, like see humour in, in the darkness. Yeah. You well, yeah, you, you do. You see some f- funny, funny things. Some funny things out there where we did see, yeah. You, yeah, you reminded me of uh, like Alzo and, and John when we were in a shell with them because we shared a shell, me and, yeah. so, me and Alan. We had these two lady boys. Was it three or four? I can't remember. Next to us, John. We had John and the lazy boys of the compound. Remember, they were in yeah, the cell yeah, next door. Yeah. And it was me, you, John, and Alzo in this. In the next cell. This tiny, tiny shell. Yeah. It was, it was tiny, yeah. Yeah, there was four of us. And it was shoulder, shoulder in four, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something, someone had to sleep next to the toilet. Yeah, so that was, that was Alzo there. Yeah. I've told me to all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all yeah. the when I first come in. You can sleep there, mate. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what was your um, what was your experience like after I'd left? Because you know, obviously, I'd saved my time. I got me passes to the UK. That's right. <coughs> well, I, I I actually got a bit of money. My mum sent me some money then, and I made a mistake. Like I went to uh, the fella. I think it was Pitchett, yeah. that used to run the library, and I bought uh, bought a stick of ice. A ten centimetre stick of ice, yeah, and broke it up into one centimetre bits. And I was, I was giving it to selling it to the foreigners, and I sort of realised after a little while. Well, it took a little while. I was smoking this shit and staying awake all night, writing letters and doing it. And it just suddenly dawned on me: well, look, you're in here for selling drugs, you know. You're actually in prison selling fucking drugs, yeah. and you, you're you're up all night. You could be sleeping after your sentence. So basically, that's all I, I put in for the transfer. To get up to Chiang Rai out of the way and uh, yeah I changed everything around up there no drugs or nothing like that got all the medication that I was on and cleared myself right up but uh, yeah it comes to something when I must have been on, in a real bad way to be selling drugs in the Thai prison when that's what I was in there for in the first place yeah. there was there must have been something not right up here not going on up here and all it done really was got me in trouble it got me in trouble because you're giving it to foreigners who are, are telling you they're going to pay when the embassy come and then their embassy don't come but the Thai policeman wants his fucking money. Mm. You know? And it started getting really, Messy. really out of hand, yeah. 
Yeah, really out of hand. But they did stop it in there. Eventually, after, just before I got moved, they changed, you know, they used to change the officers around the buildings. They swapped them around and this new guy come in and boom, he got rid of all the Thai drug dealers, sent them off to other buildings, cleaned it up. It was the only time in building six, I'd see, it must have been four or five months, didn't see a drug. And you know what it was like in there when you was in there, but it did get cleaned up in the end. Yeah, it did get cleaned up. It's the old, it's the, the, the layout of the prisons, isn't it? It was coming over from Bombat, Bangkwang. It's all back onto each other in that big, you know, the Bangkok That Il complex was massive. Was, yeah. It's I a combination of three prisons, the Bangkok Hill. It was 20,000 inmates in total, total That's talented. right, yeah. It's a combination of people. Some people say, oh, Klong Prem's the Bangkok, or Bangkwang's the Bangkok. But it's not, it's, it's all three. It's the yeah. Bombat, Klong Prem, Bangkwang. That is the Bangkok Hilton because it's all in the, main, in the within the main sort of walls, isn't it? Yeah. All three prisons are in the same. You, had, of... you had you had Bombat, Klong Prem, yeah, Bangkwang, and then you had the what's the the women's prison as well. Yeah, you had the ladies one, the remand centre. How's yeah. uh, we was large out and the hospital. Large out, oh, yeah, the, yeah hospital. the hospital. I had a little spill up there as well. Yeah, I was on a spill up. I got a. Oh, it was nice up there, like. I thought it was great. Yeah, I yeah. thought I got a bed and everything. But when I got up there, I was the only fucking like foreigner up there. Me too. And none of the bastard ties wanted the sheriff had. They all no. got the, the, the blue shirts to bring the yarsen in, and they were off to the toilet smoking. I'm like, no, this pub, no, no, no. So I like, I'll kick up a fuss. So I said, get the officer to the blue shirt. She said, what? I said, well, no, they won't give me a fag, mate. If I ain't fucking smoking, no one else is. And he, he started giving me his fags there, so I had a little result. Yeah. But it was all right getting up there with a bed, but. Uh, it takes money, time for your money to come from the building up to the hospital and all that. So after about a week up there, I thought, I don't know. I'd done a week up there when I first got to, yeah. to, to Bangkok and um, I was starving. Yeah. And I remember like... Oh, you didn't give you fuck all, really? No, I was in this hospital bed, mate, and um, I had this drip still come, still out of me and the kid next to me, he was dying, mate. He had like a, like a, like a, like a specimen jar full of fucking goo yeah. dripping out of us. Stunk lad, <laughs> yeah. it was like there was just an HIV ward. What yeah. I mean, um, this big specimen jar next to his bed, it was all yellow bile, and but he had this green bread. Remember the green bread we used to get? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. this green bread. And I thought, Fuck, I'm starving here. I'd sneak out, this is it, I'm starting to survive. He'd sneak out the bed, and I'd graft a piece of bread. I remember getting whacked over the head with this crutch, and I'm fighting, but as I'm getting whacked, I'm still eating this, yeah, because it. it, it it's like, needs must. You know what I mean? I'm starving, I'm going to do what I need to do. Yeah. Fucking hell. You know, I can't believe that, that you know, they, they must have added a green food colour and you couldn't think of a fucking worse colour to have a loaf no. of bread because you have green. green. Green bread and fried eggs, that's what I used to have every morning. <laughs> green bread and fried eggs, yeah. Remember, you know, started like, yeah. started living a little bit, bit of luxury because I, when I was, the last six months of my sentence in, in Klong Prem, I stopped using. Remember? Yeah, that's right, yeah. That was it. Yeah. I'm going to stop. I've had enough to stop smoking. Yeah. I stopped using. I, I wore a sarong. I mean, name is Yusuf. That was it. That's it. Yeah. I remember. I'll wake up, get to the library, I get a, a green butty with a fried egg on it. Yeah. So did you. Yeah. Green butty with a fried egg. Yeah. Then it's sad. That's right. Yeah. 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 You cook them up yourself in, in, in the library, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. You cook them in the library. Yeah. Then it's time. We do the little prayers. You'd be sitting there reading. Yeah. Well, one of the lady boys is shucking some fucking fella off yeah. next to you. And then you had John, the American kid, who was uh, reading books upside down, telling <laughs> that weren't even English, telling us that the fucking, fucking CIA was watching him. And I was like, oh, mate, stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Do you remember uh, Brian Scott? Do you remember him? The bald-headed yeah. fella. The yeah. Texan. Uh, the Texan, yeah. <laughs> He's in, he, he got he was funny him. Uh, yeah, he got 12 years for 25 yabba. Yeah. Well, I told him about what I got for <laughs> my <life. laughs> Fucking eight years? You only got eight years? <laughs> he, Eagly, he, boy. He was, he was fighting his case as well. If he'd lost that, he'd been 24. That's fucking happy days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I never, I never, he, he was in bits. He was, yeah. Remember he had the monk? He used to have a fucking fella come to visit him called the monk. Mm. He used to come and he was he used to wear the robes and that, didn't he? But he was from Scotland or something like That's that. It, yeah. Yeah. And I said, I gave I gave Brian <laughs> I gave Brian some money. I said, right here, you use that in there and get the money off the monk when he comes. And he said, yeah, all right. And this this monk don't turn up for about three four weeks. Oh, I don't know what's going on here. And I said, well, you, you know, I said, I can wait for me money. Yeah, he's a monk. He ain't. Got, he went, oh, he's not a real monk. I said, what do you mean he's not a real monk? He's on the witness protection program. I said, well, that's a bit of fucking information you should have shared before I lent your money, you cunt, isn't it? He's either a monk or he's not a monk. <laughs> now you're telling me he's on the witness protection program, bastards. They moved me. I never got my money back. No. <laughs> yeah, the witness protection program. He's not a real monk. You should have mentioned that before, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but a uh, Thai prison is just uh, yeah. to sit back and reflect. You know, eyes up your ass, look over your shoulder. It was, um, yeah, it was, um, it was a fucking time in our lives, and it was over what? It was over a decade now, wasn't it? Yep. That we were there, and you know, I left and, and moved on, and you know, I, I wrote about it, and you know, you went up to Shanghai, and you know, had your little troubles again, and yeah. we haven't. This is the first time we've seen each other. That's right. Yeah. In, in ten years, yep. if not longer. Yeah. You know, we spoke, you know, briefly on um, on Facebook and. That's right, yeah. When, know, when did you come back to England? Was it 2011 or 2010? It was March 2010. 2010. March 2010. So when did you get... So going forward now, um, tell us a little bit about what happened when you got home. And, you know, the first time you'd been to prison was in, uh, <coughs> was in Thailand. So what uh, was life back home for you like? Uh, it was hard to adjust, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, came, I came out of there, I weighed... Up Chiang Rai, the food was right scarce. So I come, I come out there at nine and a half stone. Nine and a half stone, 14 and a half stone now. I, mean, I did put a lot of weight on when I first went in because they had me on that lithium, which is a salt, makes you put weight on. But I lost a lot of weight, and I remember the weight, it's weird at the IDC, isn't it? I don't know how it was, but when you're getting released from Thailand, I went to IDC, and the embassy come to see you every other day because all your flights got to be sorted out and everything's got to be, all the paperwork done. I was in there for about, I don't know, 10 days. And I was thinking, well, fucking hell. And then the embassy came to see me and said, uh, right, you're going home. So when? Tonight. And that was that. I had no chance to make a phone call or anything. So I actually got, I jet air, my mum paid for jet air, stopped at India. They wouldn't let me get anything there. Two police had to bring me back. My mum had to pay for their, their uh, return tickets. I was escorted all the way back to Heathrow Airport, right to passport control, where they handed me my passport back. And then I'm standing there at six o'clock in the morning, 14th of December, in the snow, in a t-shirt and a pair of fucking shorts with a little bag. And I had to get a train from Heathrow. Took me two and a half hours back to Tilbury because I was released to my dad's, my dad's house. Got in there, I said, Dad, all right, um, where's my bedroom? What one's my bedroom? Oh, it's like this boy. Takes me upstairs, he's got a tent in this room, a tent in that one. Weed everywhere. I said, are you fucking winding me up? I've just got out and I've got to stay here, you know? So I ended up sleeping somewhere else, but 
adjusting took me a long time to adjust. A long time to adjust. You know what I mean? You know how bad. It was uh, some subreal really. I was always looking over my shop, but I missed certain things about it, and that's really weird. Mm. You know, I missed. I would be quite all right. Well, I've been a big part of your life, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've been quite all right. When things used to get on top of me, and yeah. I used to panic, and I used to think, I wish I was back in there. Yeah. Back in there. You yeah, felt safer sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, well, you got used to it, didn't you? Mm. Got used to it, you get used to it. And that's what, um, you know, I, 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 I really suppose is like, you know, we got like conditioned to, to be comfortable in the environments. And I remember watching this kid yeah. stabbing himself in the neck. Yeah. You were there. Used to say, yeah, yeah. He come running out that office, uh, riddled in HIV, and he stabbed himself in the chest. And he, he, he took himself hostage, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he there, did, yeah. 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 And and the first thought that came to my mind, watching all this blood squirt and everywhere, and everyone's like looking at it in shock horror. It's like a drama. It was like hot water. Yeah. The queues gone down. Because we used to have to wait in queues, didn't we? Yeah. For, for everything. Yeah, for oh, everything. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was like, yeah. A, oh, yeah. like, Shanghai was like going to a fucking a football match. Yeah. Trying to walk around. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. that many people. You, oh, you, it was a joke. You yeah. were navigating. <coughs> Especially at a weekend. When yeah, the, when you, you were navigating, you were dodging people, you were yeah. walking through. It was like, oh, you can't fucking move here. Yeah. We're on these drugs called yellow motor, motorbikes. Motorbikes, yeah. Okay, and they're a little bit of weird. Every time I blinked, I saw a different colour. Yeah. You know what I mean? I felt like I was walking on pillows. Yeah. You, you couldn't, couldn't feel your legs or anything no, like that. Weird. I took these, I took them for months. I was hallucinating for months and I stopped and you were hallucinating on the way to Bangkok in the bus. That's right, yeah, because yeah, I, I bought 20 for my birthday. And I was thinking, why the fuck's he took them on the way to it? Yeah, well, like, what, what happened? I bought them for my birthday and they moved us to Bangkok a week before my birthday. So I'm there on the bus going into a new prison with his 20 pills. And I thought, fuck, I'm going to get searched when we're going in here. So I left them. The whole 20? They're yeah. all 20. And then oh, like, that's not really, was it? Because you're no. doing 50s. Yeah, but I ended up tripping out uh-huh. on the bus all the way, to, shitting in a bag, pissing in a bottle. Oh, that, yeah. You know, that's, that, that's what you, you're subjected to. You know, there's no toilet stops. There's like a bottle and a bin bag. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And you're on a bus with like Oh, yeah, you don't inmates. get off the bus at all. 40 yeah. inmates, and it's like, one of those uh, little transport with the visible to everybody. Yeah, no comfy seats, wooden no. benches, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, it, it's it's just don't go to a tight prison, guys. Right. Um, mm. But but going forward, getting out and, and adjusting and, and feeling, you know, missing things and you know, what was your life like back home? What when I got for you? What, I know it was here fucking heavy for me, but what was it for like for you? What when I got home, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was hard readjusting. Obviously, like smack in the middle of winter didn't fucking help. You, you've got to get through it. I mean, it was, you sort of acclimatised, didn't you? Yeah. Um, it took me, I got back, I got no help, basically. I went to get some money off of social and that, and told them exactly what I'd done, said I need somewhere to live. And so I said, I fucking know, they gave me about 60 quid, and I was getting tax bills. Up to about eight, it gone up to about eighty thousand pounds tax bill. I'm, I've been fucking banged up for five years. I've struggled with all that, but readjusting, it took a while. Uh, I'm, I've been on medication. I've been on. I was on a amitriptyline when I got out. Uh, Metazepine. I'm still on them to sort of like, keep me fucking on a bit of a level. Um, I've had a few jobs up and down. Worked in the docks a little bit. Uh, went back carpentry. Worked for DMC a few times, um, and 
oh, well, now, right this moment, I've been off where I had an injury to my back. But, um, yeah, looking forward. I'm, I'm a lot better now. I'm a lot better now. I think I've put most of it in the past, you know, but it's, it's always going to be there. It's never going to go away. Some people don't ever realise that, Bill. No. You know, I got back and people sort of were saying to me, friends, well, well you're out now. Just forget about it. It's not that fucking easy. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not that easy at all. But I've got a good girl now and things seem to be on the up. So just onwards and upwards and keep going. Mm. Got to keep trying, ain't you? Brilliant. And, and you know, um, just the fact that we're both sitting here. Yeah. Right. Is a, a million years away from what it was like. That's it. And uh, I've got the opportunity to, to talk to you. Yeah. And uh, and laugh at some of the misfortunes. Yeah. You know, uh, and uh, share some of the, the horror stories. That's it. That we'd experienced. Yeah. We could actually sit here for hours and hours talking about we it. We could, mate. We could. It um, take a long, long time. Was so much happened. It was a long time in there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, there is so much happening. And, 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 and I think the story that we've, we've shared today between yeah. us, because it... It is. It's 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 a collection of well, stories. Right, yeah. It's like you know what I identify and I'm re- remembering stuff. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, there's loads. There's loads, mate. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had a lot of people say. A lot of people said, you know, ah, did you get through it? I wouldn't be able to do it with it, but they would. She like. You've got while, to. While you're here, right? We're clear shutting up, right? Not that it doesn't bother me, but it's, it's just fun anyway. People always say to me, because you know in the film, right? Yep. right so, so the director, John Stefan, brilliant director, played, Joe Cole played me, right? Great performance. Now there's a scene with the ladyboy, right? Yeah. Where they've had a, a sexual interaction. Yeah. People say to me, fucking hell, Bill, that really happen, Right? For me. Like, I know, and you know. Yeah. That that's just impossible. Yeah. For the likes of us. Of course it's impossible, yeah. yeah. We, um, Yeah, it's impossible. The likes of Daniel. Yeah. He was there, the Australian kid. Yeah. He was in a relationship with him, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, right. People all the time. Yeah. Did you have a lady, boy? No. No. Oh, I bet you did. Of course you fucking didn't. You've got no idea, no. Tell no. you what, there was, some, there, there, there was some fit ones, though. <laughs> yeah, weirdos, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were always like, oh, And all English names as well. Julie and stuff like that. Yeah, English names. Yeah. Oh, like Daniel, Daniel, Australia. Yeah, he had one, like you say. Yeah. All blown relationship and all that. Yeah. Boy, he was like 19 years old. And they used to, um, they used to shell a body used to, um, by the toilets in little tents at the weekend, remember <laughs> yeah. that? Drape, yeah, they did, yeah. Drape a, drape a sheet over the little wall, wasn't it? Yeah, kids would be getting raped, didn't they? Yeah. Remember, like, young kids be getting dragged in. Yeah. And getting raped or absolutely crazy boys would be uh, shelling, you know. Well, I want to say it's impossible. You know, it's possible if you want it, but it wasn't fucking for me. Like you know nah, what I mean. Nah. Um, it used to make me laugh when you, when you go around for the, your abnam, go around for your bath time. Yeah, you know they're standing there and got no tit, right? They got a big dick, <laughs> and they got a towel wrapped around them like that, covering the breasts. <laughs> and you used to look at me through that. Fucking waste of time, mate. You're in a man's prison. We do know. Yeah. You ain't got no tits anyway. Why are you standing there like you're a girl? <laughs> you can't get me head around it. Never had been. Do you know what was freaky? And you know, this is uh, this. I'll remind you of, of this. How uh, did mutilate the penises? Oh yeah, yeah. That was the, the operations. The fucking freakiest thing I'd fucking seen yeah. ever. Yep. You know, tell us what you your your like thoughts of, uh, 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 of that. Oh, they used to, 
They used to cut them. I see one bloke, he had his foreskin cut. It looked like a starfish. Yeah. And he'd had it done in prison. So there couldn't have been any anaesthetic or anything mm -hmm. like that. But it, his foreskin went to a lot of triangle at the top and then two bits of triangle at the bottom and it was filled with this paste. And it was hanging there like a, I don't know, like a fucking tennis ball in a sock. <laughs> hanging out the side of his shorts, <laughs> sitting on the floor when he's well, watching his clothes. Big. Yeah. He had a, no blood going through it at all. No, no, nothing it was just like a that. Dead weight. Sitting there on the floor, <laughs> hanging out his shorts, sitting. Does that work? I don't know. Never tried it. I had it done in here and I've got life. <laughs> That's just a fucking good idea, then, isn't it? <laughs> what would he say to me, Billy? You know, uh, do you want me to get yours sorted? Leave it away with my mother. So fucking like that. No, a lady boy leg. He's not a fucking not my cup of tea. Yeah, chopping it about, no anaesthetic or nothing. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, like 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 you said, Alan, we could be here all day talking yeah. about him, and it'd be good to come back again sometime and have another chat with you. Yeah, we do another one. So we're coming at the end of it. We're coming to the end. You know, it's um, it's been nice to sit here and have a little chat yeah, with you. Yeah, and you, mate. So you you know, I, I always ask. My guess is there's any pearls of wisdom or any any guidance you'd give anyone going to Thailand. That's the one, really. Like there you go. Is there anything you say to a, a younger version of you going to Thailand yeah. with the same space? Yeah. Respect the fact that you're in another country, mm. because uh, with the shit it's the family, I've got a clue what fucking sort of trouble you're gonna get in, and yeah. it's a different ball game altogether. Different go if you're going to a different country, try to follow their laws because you'll have to fucking pay their punishment. Yeah. It's as simple as that, and they're not us, and they're not like us, not at all. That's right. Thanks, and I'll put your contact details. You know your Facebook and yeah. your social medias in there. If anyone uh, wants to get in touch with Alan, um, please contact him, and you know I'm sure he'd be yep he'd be willing to uh, answer any questions. And with that, I'll that's right. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Lovely. Thanks a lot, Bill.